Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. everybody and welcome to Humble and Hungry. I'm your friend Natalie Poucher. This is going to be a solo episode so let's just dive right into it. I am day two of the IUI process and I want to sort of talk to you guys about it. I've been posting about it as usual but I just figured I would give you a little bit more detail here on what's been happening. So we're day two and let me sort of backtrack what happened. So I get a call a few days before my procedure and the doctor tells me, or actually the nurse called me and was like, Hey, I got your blood back and, um, your thyroid levels are up. So, which I didn't know what like the levels meant and all that. So she's like, you're at a 4.9. I was like, okay, what does that mean? She's like, so when you're trying to conceive, the doctor basically wants you at a 2.5 or lower. Why? because you can have a higher chance of a miscarriage if your levels are any higher. If you are not trying to conceive, anything under a five is considered normal. I was at a 4.95. Why I was concerned was because I have a very long history of thyroid in my family. My mom has thyroid, Jessica has thyroid problems. Um, a lot of my aunts and my grandparents, like everyone on my mom's side has thyroid problems. Um, Jackie and I do not, thankfully, Um, and so when my levels were a little bit elevated, I was like, oh shit. And my mom actually, uh, got diagnosed with thyroid with me at, I think it was my age at 34, 35. Um, and her thyroid actually never went back. Her levels never, never went back. Jessica got thyroid, I think with one of her kids as well in her thirties and never went back. So, I get the news and I'm like, oh shit, like, am I okay? Is it like too high, too low? So he's got me on a very low dose. It's like a 50 MCG of um, thyroid, which I've been taking for now a week. And which I don't feel any different, by the way. I don't know. But maybe that's why my hair was falling out. But I don't know. Because it was like still on like the lower end of... Um, like still like in the, the normal zone, maybe it's nothing. I don't know. But, um, I thought that was interesting. So he tells me that says my, my vitamin D was a little bit low. So he has me on, um, four thousand or four or 5,000, um, basically a, a 5,000 pill a day, uh, of vitamin D. And then that was it. Everything else looked pretty good. And, um, and so he had me on that and then he's like, okay, so I had my trigger shot on Monday, which I gave myself and it was easy, not a big deal. Um, you know, just put that in my belly, no side effects. And then on Wednesday, she was like, so at nine fifteen at night on Monday, I had to inject myself. 
And then on Wednesday at 8.15, she wanted his sperm to be brought in. And then at 9.15, I was going to do my insemination. So, you know, it's it's like weird having to like bring in the sperm. I don't know. The whole... <laughs> It's just so weird. Like I'd much rather bring it in from home having, you know, versus having to like have him go into the office and do it cuz like how weird is that? Just like walking in. <laughs> there were so many guys in the waiting room and like one was like doing a full-blown workout. Like he was stretching his arms. Like it's like he was full-blown prepping himself to like jerk off in the other room. And I was like, "What is happening?" So you know, the mornings is, are like, and it's not chaos because we only have one kid. It's really not that big of a deal. We're like in a very good rhythm. We wake up, you know, we take her downstairs, give her breakfast. Like we have time. We make her lunch. Like Riley and I have time, Riley and I have time to like do coffee together and just like, you know, talk about our day. Um, It's very easy. It's very, very easy. And so we knew, okay, he so he goes to the gym every morning at 5 a.m. So it was like, okay, go to from five to seven. Like he he'll get home around seven. And then from seven to eight thirty, we basically have like our morning routine down, and then I take her to school. So we knew that okay, he gets home, takes a shower, because God forbid I have to do the deed with him, you know, all stinky. He'll take a shower, um, get pipe, you know, I'll get Piper downstairs and while she's having breakfast you know have to go do the deed like you you do have to plan it a little bit you know granted it does not take a lot of time so it's like a it's like a quick thing so it's just like get her down (laughs) get her down have breakfast run upstairs do the thing and like do that in a cup I assist him (laughs) and after the after dark episode I was like thinking about this whole blow drop thing and like I'm not good at this clearly <laughs> if you guys haven't listened to it it's so funny oh my god um we talked about like the do's and don'ts of a blow job and like how to do it how not to do it it's the funniest shit um anyways so help him help him with that and then that goes into a cup and I look in the cup and there's really not a lot in the cup and I'm like how how is this enough so as soon as he, I know this is a lot of TMI, but whatever. This is shit that goes through our head, ladies um, and gentlemen. So, so it's in the cup and I'm like, okay. And the, and the girl goes, okay, you know, you got to like keep it somewhat warm. So just like put it in between your legs or like in your chest or whatever. So I put it in between my boobs and I'm like, okay, I'm out of here. Bye. You know, kisses, kisses, goodbye. So I go to, and thankfully the fertility doctor is only like five minutes away. Some of your guys' stories were that, it was like an hour away and you had to like really shovel that into your breast and like try to like keep it warm. Bless, bless your souls. Um, so I drop it or I go to the office and I walk in and there's like a bunch of dudes in the office and I drop it off and I ask her and I'm like, Hey, like, is this enough sperm? Like, is this, and by the way, he had like not done it. Like we hadn't done anything in like five days for, for that reason to just really stock up. Um, and she was like, yeah, you'll be surprised. Like, it, you know, you don't need a lot. There's probably like millions of sperm in here. And I was like, okay, whatever you say. So, um, so then, and, and I drop it off and like, as I'm giving it to her and I have to like sign the paperwork because, 
you know, because he's not doing it in the office, I have to sign away that that I am that it is his sperm. Like it could be anyone's sperm, right? But like, because um, they don't know. But he signed that, like, yes, it's mine, and blah blah. So signing off on the paperwork, I give her the stuff and I'm like looking around the office. There's like a bunch of dudes in there that day. And I'm like, what if, if you've watched Our Father on Netflix, this is like, this is like a fear unlocked because I was like, what if it's not his sperm that they're putting in me? Because I don't know what happens to it. That gets put back into like, you know, a little office and I don't. I don't know. I what if it gets mixed up? What if what if the doctor's doing the sperm? Cuz our father, he basically like was switching out all the guy's sperm and doing his own and he had like 30 some children in a little city and they didn't find out until later. It's terrifying. Um and I was like, "Oh my god." And so I was like looking around. I'm like, "Okay, well, there was like two Asian guys and an Indian." I'm like, "Well, now I know." Now I now I know if, if my child looks like any of you guys, I'll know who to call because it's, I don't know, just kind of scary. Anyways, so I leave. I try to go kill time. I go grab a tea at Starbucks, go drive around, went to Restoration Hardware. They were closed and um, drove back and I was like, okay, well, this is it. And I was getting like a little bit nervous because I'm like, this is so weird. Like the fact that I'm just like having to go into an office to get pregnant. I don't know. The whole thing is just so bizarre. So it's my turn. I go in there and um, I'm like, okay, this is it. So they sat me down in the little room and um, and they, you know, you have to just get undressed from the waist down, just like a regular gyno appointment, really. And he's like, hey, he walks in. He's like, all right, you ready? I'm like, I'm ready. <laughs> like, as ready as I'll ever be. Um, and so he, they asked me, okay, like, is this, his, is this his semen? Is this the signatures? And I'm thinking, first of all, the syringe, because like it's full, the syringe is like filled with it. It looks like a lot in there. And I was like, there's no way that's what I brought in. Like, I don't know. Like, do they mix it with something? It looked like a lot of semen is all I'm saying. And I was like, well, she's like, so is this, is this his? I was like, sure. Like, I don't know. Fuck. How am I supposed? I don't know. Sure. Looks like a lot, but I don't know. Could be one of the other guys in the, in the waiting room. I don't know. And she kind of laughed like, yeah, I know. I don't know why I have to ask you that. Cold turkey may be great on sandwiches, but there's a better way to break your bad habits. And we're not talking about some weird mind voodoo crap from your crazy neighbor. Uh, we're talking about our sponsor, Fume. And they look at the problem in a different way. Not everything in a bad habit is wrong. So instead of a drastic, uncomfortable change, why not just remove the bad from your habit? Fume is an innovative, award-nominated device that does just that. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses all-natural, delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, 
Fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy and makes replacing your bad habit easy. Your Fume comes with an adjustable airflow dial and is designed with movable parts and mag uh, magnets for fidgeting, giving your fingers a lot to do, which is helpful for de-stressing and anxiety while breaking your habit. Um, I knew I had to start breaking my little habits because I like to smoke a little bit and do my stuff. And I was like, you know what? We're going to try to have a baby. And I tried it and it's awesome. The, the flavors are great. Yeah, I have no complaints. So stopping is something we all put off because it's hard, but switching to Fume is easy, enjoyable, and even fun. Fume has ser served over 100,000 customers and has thousands of success stories, and there's no reason that can't be you. So join Fume in accelerating humanity's breakup from destructive habits by picking up the journey pack today. Head to tryfume.com slash humble and use code humble to save an additional 10% off your order today. And so they basically put your feet in the stirrup, the, the stirrups, whatever. <laughs> they put your feet up there in the things. And, um, and then the doctor's like, okay, scoot up a little bit. And I'm like I scoot up a fucking centimeter. I hate this part. I, I, I just cannot, I just cannot with, with putting my feet in those things and just being like a bare ass. Oh, it's the worst. And I clench all the time. So your legs are up and then he turns the fucking light on. It's, it's like a little selfie light. I'm like, oh my God, like, why do you need the light? You're good. You don't need it. And so, oh my God, it's just, it's just so uncomfortable. So he's like, okay, scoot up a little bit. The amount of times that he said scoot up. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. I just, I'm so, it's so uncomfortable. So finally, I'm like, I'm finally, you know, scooted up enough. And so he basically brings in the, it's like, again, it's like any other appointment that you have with your guy now. Um, it's like a duck, it's like the duck thing. So they basically stick a little duck in there. They open it. And then he's like, oh, I'm going to need a bigger one. I was like, excuse me, sir? Um, she's tiny and petite and doesn't. <laughs> like, why? Why Why do we need a bigger one? We do not need a bigger one. He's like, I'll be right back. Comes back. He's like, this may hurt a little bit. And then he like opened me up. I was like, holy. Um, but it was fine. It actually did not hurt that bad. So apparently I did need it. And so... And so then after that, he gets a little catheter. It's like a little thin tube and he sticks it in there. And I didn't feel a thing. You don't feel anything. The, the only uncomfortable part is, is that little duck thing, which again, we're used to that from, you know, our other gyno appointments. And so sticks the catheter in all the way in. And I'm assuming, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, they're probably sticking it in there further than like a penis can go in there. Is that right? I don't know. Like, are they really getting into like where those eggs are? I'm assuming. I don't know. So sticks it in there and then the syringe goes at the bottom and then basically shoots it up. And then, you know, everything goes in there. Before that, though, they have to swab you with like two, um, two little swabs. 
and he saw that I was bleeding, which I was. And so basically when you get your period on that first day, it's like about uh, a week and a half, two weeks afterwards. Um, or like on like, it's like four, yeah, it's about 14 days from the time that you bleed to the time that you get the, the procedure done. So you should not be bleeding. I had had about, again, sorry, TMI, you can just can fast forward this, but um, I wasn't bleeding like bright red blood. It was like the dark brown blood, ladies, you understand. So I had had that, and I normally don't. I normally have like one day of dark brown blood and then that's it and then I'm, I'm done. And for some reason, I had had the brown blood every single day and like every time I wiped, there was always brown up until the procedure. And I didn't call my doctor. I don't know why. I like my Google is Jackie, and I call her and I'm like, "Hey, I, I'm there's brown blood. What's happening?" Uh, and she was like, "Oh, it's probably because of your ultrasounds. That you know, sometimes that you know, th- it's like the biggest. Think of like the longest dildo you've ever seen. It's that. It is like the longest thing. And they shove that in there, and they go and you know they look around to see." how your eggs are doing. They look at your, you know, your over, they look at every, they look at your ovaries. They're looking at your lining, everything. And so, you know, your cervix. And so, right. And so, (laughs) and so she was like, it's probably like the blood that's on your lining that ends up coming out. And so I was like, okay, that's, that seems like a legit answer. That's fine. I believe you. She was like, it's totally normal. And so then I'm laying there with this a big duck in my vajayjay and he's swabbing me and he's like, have you been bleeding? And I was like, yeah. He's like, huh. And he like looked concerned and I was like, is that not normal? I was like, can it be because of the ultrasound? I, I like talk like I said, as if I knew what the fuck I was talking about. I was like, isn't it because of the ultrasound? And it could just be removing some of the old blood from <laughs> He's like, no. And I'm like, oh, then what the fuck is it? Is it letrozole? And he's like, no. I'm like, well, what is it? And he's like, uh, I don't know. He's like, let's just keep an eye on it. But it's that's not normal. And I was like, oh, shit. And then I got bummed. And then I was a little bummed, not going to lie. I was a little concerned. And I was like, well, that sucks. I totally thought we were like doing great. Um, He's like, no. He's like, you know, look, let's just keep an eye on it. But he's like, it's hard for the... I'm, I'm butchering this. It's hard for the egg to attach to the whatever because there's blood. I don't know. But basically, if there's blood in there, it's not good. It's not good to basically make a baby. All right. Um, but the fact that it's old blood is better than obviously bright red blood. So, um, so he's like, look, this is what's going to happen. He's like, you're going to, obviously we're going to see in the next two weeks if you're pregnant. If you are, great. But if you're not, then I want to do more tests on your lining and figure out why. And mind you, he had tested to make sure that there was no, it wasn't PCOS or anything else. Like, you know, I, I didn't have anything else. No endometriosis. Like, I didn't have anything. So, um, so I was like, okay, well, I guess we'll just, you know, pray that it's nothing. And he's like, it could be a one-off that, you know, your body's just now reacting to its hormones and just cause we're, we're doing a lot of things this time. And I was like, all right, well, let's just pray that it's 
nothing and that I get pregnant. So, um, shoves everything in there, closes up shop, closes my legs. And he's like, okay, stay here for 10 minutes. And, um, and then we'll explain, you know, the next steps. And he's like, you know, some women ask for progesterone. He's like in studies, he's like, and, and some places, fertility places make you go on progesterone. He's like, we don't only because research shows that it, it can't hurt you, but it also doesn't help you. This is what he's saying. By the way, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just telling you what my doctor's saying. Um, some of you are probably like, what do you have to get on progesterone? I don't know. Anyways. So, so he's like, you know, uh, so it's up to you. And I was like, well, if it's not going to hurt me, let's do it. I had done a lot of research before this and I've heard really good things about, about getting on progesterone. So, and the only one that he prescribes is a vaginal suppository the fucking sound of a suppository and now having to put it in my vagina does not sound great. So I was like, can't I do pills or something? And he's like, no, he's like, you know, if you are going to do it, the best way or the best version of this is the vaginal because it goes straight to it. It goes straight to the uterus, straight to all that. If you take it orally, then it has to go through your esophagus, has to go through down. And then by the time it gets down there, it, it like loses its, loses its umph. I don't know. So, um, I go, yeah, I want to do it. I, I think it, if it, again, if it can't hurt, then let's just up our chances here, especially since, you know, my thyroid was a little bit, ele- by the way, now I'm like the doctor speaking to myself. I'm like speaking to him. I'm like, uh, because my thyroid was a little bit elevated and I don't want to have any sort of miscarriages and I want to, you know, just up my chances. I say we put me on the progesterone. He goes like, great, let's do it. So, um, He's like, you're going to start the progesterone tomorrow, right after the procedure. He's like, today, you can just go about your day. Work out, go for a hike, go swimming, have sex, just go about your day. And I'm thinking, really? Because I heard, I heard like, keep your feet up, keep your feet warm, have hot soup. <laughs> like, I'm thinking, okay, great. Not doing any of that, sir. Um... And I'm just going to mosey on to my house, put my legs up and just go stop by, get some French fries, eat some pineapple core and do all the things, <laughs> which I did. I totally did. I went, I got French fries, which by the way, had zero salt on them. I'm like, that's not a good sign. Then Riley came home that night and brought me some pineapple. Pineapple wasn't ripe. That wasn't a good sign. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to do all the things. We had soup that night. I did keep my legs up all day. My mom picked up Piper from school, so I didn't have to. And I just sort of, lead, I just chilled. I chilled and and I just, I rubbed my belly as though I was already pregnant. I was talking to my little baby or babies. And I'm like, I'm ready for you. Mama's ready for you. Let's do this. Um, it was, so again, it was not painful. Um, and I, I cramped and bloated a tiny bit, but I'm assuming it's because like a big ass thing was in there and, you know, they were swabbing and maybe air got in there. I don't know. Um, but it was totally fine. And the next day, again, I, I sort of just chilled and I was like looking up things on, you know, what to do to like strengthen your cervix. And it was like, don't be stagnant. Don't just sit still. And I'm like, oh shit. Okay. I shouldn't just like chill all day. So second day, I did a little yoga. I was still hanging out at home, 
keeping it super mellow, but I was like doing some yoga moves and like, you know, still eating clean and really hydrating and just listening to your body. Honestly, ladies, just listen to your body. It's like, don't overdo it, but also don't like do things that maybe you wouldn't do. Um, but yeah, just listen to your body, take it easy, be positive. And, um, yeah. And then yesterday, so I was, um, Riley and I have this like, I guess, um, tradition, if you will. But, um, before I either test for, you know, a pregnancy test or something, we like to go to this restaurant and have this drink. It's, it's this place called Vodka. We love going to Vodka because of this Vodka tonic. Like it's the best, it's the best cocktail I've ever had. Um, it's like a slushy, it's like a, it's like a gin tonic with like a slushy and it's with like lavender beet. Oh, it's just so good. Um, and so, and I always say, I want, if I'm going to have my last drink before I get pregnant, it's going to be this drink. So we always go there and maybe now it's a bad thing because I never get pregnant, but whatever. So we go there and, and, you know, we have our drink, but before we went, I was getting ready and I had my hair and, you know, in a towel and I was about to do my makeup. So I go downstairs and I'm, I'm getting my water bottle and, um, I have a, my backyard, my kitchen is, is, um, I have a bunch of windows and it, and it looks into my backyard and I grab my water bottle and I look out and a few months before this, um, I did this thing cause my, my, my stepmom was like, Hey, I tried this thing out where I said to the universe, you know, um, if I'm on the right path, show me like neon, like a bright neon colors in like a really weird way or something like that. And, um, and she ended up seeing it and she was like, it was so random. It was so cool. And it just, it reminded me like, okay, I'm on the right path. And a lot of people do this. Like if you follow Caitlin Bristow, her thing is like flickering lights and, and it's been, she's been seeing this a lot. Um, and so my, and again, I, I did this like months ago and I was like, okay. And randomly I was like, I want to see bright yellow butterflies, like just something that's like really unique, really different, not like, you know, things that you can normally see. And so I was like, okay, let's see if it works. So I had only seen it one other time. By the way, this was like months ago. I'd only seen it one other time. And it was like when we were like walking to the pool or something with the family and it was like something random. And, um, and then yesterday I was like, I, I grab my water and I look outside and I see one butterfly. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I haven't, I've never seen a butterfly here before. And then I see, a, and I couldn't really tell like the color of it, but I, I saw a butterfly and it like flew off. And then I saw the second one and it was yellow and it was like bright. And I was like, oh my God. And it was, and it was so, it was two butterflies. And I was like, oh my God. Like it was just, it like gave me chills. And I was like, okay okay, like we're, we're doing this and it's just so like, I'm, I'm ready for, like, I'm so ready for this. I'm ready for whatever happens. And, um, and it just reminded me of like all the times that I was told, like, you know, you're gonna have twins and, you know, remember like the flower, um, reader in Oaxaca that like said all of my, the bouquet of roses had like double buds of like there were double buds, like there was double flowers on each, you know, stem. And, um, and Scott telling me that when Scott had told me two things, he's like, I see, I see twins. And then the next time he was like, I don't really see twins. He's like, I see definitely a boy, but like maybe a girl. And, you know, I don't know, just 
all these things I'm just like, I'm ready for. Like if it is two, like I just hope it's healthy. I hope they're healthy. If it's one, fantastic. I'm I'm just, I'm so, so ready. Um, and so those butterflies just sort of reminded me of like, okay, I'm on the right path. I'm doing the right thing. You know, we made the right decision and we're just ready for whatever happens. And so um, it was really, it was really, really cool, really, really special. So that happened yesterday. And then we went to dinner and had, oh, and then Riley randomly, again with the twin thing, he's like, he's like this, and Riley's not like superstitious at all or like into that stuff. He's like, you know what's really weird? He's like, I was watching a, I was watching a video on, on Instagram about like, like chicken, like, like some chicken recipe. He's like, and you know how reels like will just like go to the next reel? He was like, it was two twin babies and they were in their cribs and one goes to the other crib and and they were like hugging each other and one was like they were kissing each other because they missed each other and they were like little babies like and he's like it was so sweet and it was so special and he's like I loved it and I was like oh my god like what is happening so I don't know again maybe we're just like bringing it into our universe or just overthinking it I don't know or maybe it's just Alexa listening to us but it was super sweet. It was super special. And so, um, so we have a great dinner and it, it was just me and him and, and just talking about, you know, just all of everything that's about to happen and or what could happen what or what could not happen. And, and he's like, honestly, I'm so excited. And, you know, if it's meant to be for us, it's meant to be, and, and we're ready for it. And he's like so stoked, I think on the idea of two and talking about how like, okay, we're going to have to do this and we're gonna have to do that. And, and, um, and then, you know, we obviously talk about if we don't get pregnant and, and what will we do? And it sounds like, I'm not sure he's, he would do IUI again. I think he sounds like, you know, maybe this is God's way of just saying like, we're only meant to have her and that she's, you know, she's, she's special as it is and it's okay. And, um, you know, we're just meant to be parents of one. And so just like really good conversation and, um, you know, just thanking me for everything that I'm doing for us and, um, just like really, really sweet. And, then we come home and um, we did the deed just in case. <laughs> Never know. Um, and then I had to stick the and I put my legs up, of course. And then I had to stick the vag the the vaginal um, what is it um, suppository. And he's like, "Oh, that looks like fun." And I was like, "Yeah, it's great." Uh, so stuck that up there. And then this morning, it it wasn't that bad. It's not. I mean, it's a little messy, but it's it's really not. It's not crazy. Um, so if you have to do it, you know, and he did say, I, if I have, I have to stay on it for, for the next two weeks. So in two weeks, I basically test. So let's look at the calendar here. So in two weeks on September 13th, by the way, if you're on Patreon, I will be going on Patreon, um, on the 13th. And I will tell you guys just like I would my family, um, the news. So if you're on there, just hold tight. I will, have an episode up live. Um, so he's, so basically I have to test at home, um, with like a regular, you know, pregnancy test. If it's positive, I call them and I go in for an ultrasound and a blood test. And then if it's negative, um, then I would have to, you know, call them if I want to do another round of IUI. So, that's sort of the deal. And then for my regular, you know, listeners, I will, um, you know, obviously record an episode and I will, I will let you guys know, but I will not be posting it on Instagram. So, 
Um, like I said before, let's find an emoji, not hopefully not the angel baby emoji. Let's find something else. Um, send me a, you know, send me a DM. Let me know what you guys think we should do. Maybe it's like some, I want something like, like not too on the nose. You know what I mean? Let's look at the emojis. (gasps) Maybe it's the butterflies. Maybe it's the butterflies because people will think that it's because of the, um, the thing that I posted. Let's do that. Oh my God, you guys. Okay. It's the butterfly. So, so don't say congratulations if you listen to the pod and if you listen to, if you're on Patreon, don't do that. (laughs) Don't do it. Let's don't, don't spoil the surprise for everybody. So just do the butterfly emojis under, if I post something on my, on my, on my feed or whatever, just do it. Just do the blue butterflies. Okay. And then, and then we know, we'll know, just, you'll know. Okay. If you know, you know. Um, anyways, so yeah, that's it guys. I'm really excited. I'm ready. I'm nervous, but I'm excited. I'm just like constantly talking to my belly and I'm, I'm just like, I'm ready for this. I'm so ready for this and I'm excited and I'm happy and I'm nervous. Um, but I'm, and we have a, a trip planned. So I was supposed to go to Aspen. Um, Bob Riley's boss was like, hey, we're taking the PJ, the private jet to Aspen for Jazz Fest. Like you and Natalie should come. And um, and I was like, ooh, that's a very cool, bougie thing to do. But I was like, you know what? Let's not, let's not like push it because it's a lot of being on your feet. It's a lot of drinking and partying. And, you know, there's a lot of elevation situation. I was like, you know what, babe? You just go. You have fun. I'm just going to take it easy here. Um, and so he went. Um, he's, he actually left today, this morning. So, um, it's the long weekend. So I'm going to be with P this whole weekend, but, um, he'll be back on Monday and then him and I and Piper are actually going to go up to Idaho and have a nice little relaxing, chill weekend with his family, um, up in the mountains. And I guess we're going to be camping. Yippee. Camping. (laughs) kill me. Um, but it's going to be chill. It's going to be fun. It'll be fine. We're going to do s'mores, do the whole thing. Um, I guess it's hunting season. I don't know. I don't, I know nothing about this. Um, I was not raised with this. Please don't at me. I don't know. Um, but we're going to go for a few days and then we're going to come back on that Monday and then Wednesday we test. So it'll be nice to sort of distract myself. Um, and yeah, that's it. But thank you guys for the love in, in the DMs, all your messages, your stories. It's giving me hope. Um, but yeah, just, you know, say a little prayer for us. And I'm excited to, you know, hopefully share some great news. Um, but yeah, thanks for being part of this journey with me. I love you all. Um, thank you for, for being here. And um, remember, stay humble and stay hungry. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.